I've got him Six minutes now after four o'clock on this uh, Monday afternoon. Um, two emotions I'm feeling this afternoon on this one issue, motorcycles. Uh, we've had some very candid discussions about uh, motorcycles on this show in the past. I've asked the question, do you have to have a death wish uh, to ride motorcycles? I say that with the highest amount of respect for and sympathy for motorcycle riders. We've had our friend Axel on. In fact, um, uh, we had Axel in front of the station wearing uh, to, to uh, show me his bike and this little sign that says loud pipe save lives. We've had him with his vest on, each with a little um, uh, decal in tribute to each of the many buddies he has lost uh, to tragic motorcycle uh, crashes. And so when I heard this morning on the news uh, on the uh, CJBK All New Morning Show, about not one but two motorcycle deaths on the weekend, I feel uh, just a huge amount of sadness for uh, a situation. Uh, I'm not leaning uh, for the bikers or leaning for car drivers. The fact is the simple physics of motorbikes, you they're harder to see. And I am not for a moment trying to explain the two fatal crashes we had on the weekend, but they did happen. Uh, there's an interesting sidebar to this story that I want to share with you now. Uh, our morning co-host, Lisa Brandt, I did not know this until very recently, uh, had a love affair with bikes, but like a lot of love affairs, they sometimes end with a broken heart. And I asked her if she would share that story, and she joins us now. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Andy. It must feel a little funny to be on the other end of the telephone. Yeah, it's a little funny, but I, I, I feel safe-ish. Yeah. <laughs> Safe-ish. Elisa, yeah. first of all, your reaction to the motorcycle deaths on the weekend? Well, it just um, immediately when you, I'm sure everybody wants to know exactly what happened, but when you ride a bike, you want to know, uh, you know, was it the, the rider? Was was the person not seen because the driver wasn't paying attention or for some other reason? I always wore a red jacket, and it made such a difference. I could actually tell in the face of a driver that they could see me. You could see that extra little, you know, shift of the head. They would notice me because of it. Because, like you said, it's really easy to miss a bike. I do not understand the psychology of drivers who don't think like you think. Uh, you're th you're saying, as a biker, I know I'm more vulnerable. I don't have two tons of metal around me, so I'm going to do everything I can so they can see me, because that is often the main issue. But many bikers, they wear dark black, Lisa. Yeah, yeah, I do. I have a black jacket, too, but even when I wore the black jacket, I put something red on. I had red gloves. I just made sure that I, I, I don't know, just how I wanted to conduct myself. I want, I want to be seen. I want that extra little help because it, you don't have anything around you. I had people creeping into my lane uh, right beside me with me with nowhere to go. I had uh, all sorts of things happen over the years. Uh, people, a bunch of, uh, happened to be teenagers, I think, behind me one time, thinking it was funny to just get as close as they could to my back tire um, at a stoplight and, and almost bump me, you know, laughing and honking and, it, it, not understanding that I have no metal around me, the danger you hit me, you're actually hitting me. Um, so you know there were a lot of a lot of different close calls. So I, I tried to mitigate the risk 
however little I could, and, and wearing red was one of the, the ways I did it. Lisa, this is a love story with a sad ending. Tell us why. I love my bike. I loved it, and it now belongs to a, a nice guy who lives in White Oaks uh, who bought it from me. Um, I had a couple of close calls, and Andy, they would have both been my fault, and uh, it wouldn't have mattered because at least for sure in the first case I would have been killed. The second one, I'm not sure, but um, I just found that I wasn't concentrating the way you need to. I was zoning out when I was riding, and you have to concentrate so hard. You have to think for everybody else on the road. And and um, the one time, I blew right through a, a stop sign, and um, I just got a shiver just talking about it because I actually saw the look on the face of the guy who almost hit me. He was so close that I could see the expression on of horror on his face, and um, he pulled over, and I just kept going because I thought, we're both alive, and I don't need a lecture. I know what I did, and it was stupid. And I, and then one more time, um, again, I, I sort of uh, drifted, and you've heard about this a lot with uh, with bike riders. I drifted into the wrong lane on a curve and, and into oncoming traffic, and I thought, okay, that's, that's twice, that's enough. I'm shocked at your candor. Well, it's the truth, and, and uh, <laughs> um, you know, I mean, it's just, it's the truth. It's what happened, and, and if I had kept riding, I think that would be something to be embarrassed about. If I ended up losing a leg or, or causing a collision where somebody else got hurt, that would be something to be, uh, you know, to not want to talk about, but uh, but this is just um, just my truth, and so I decided I... I, I got off the bike and thought, well, I'm not going to ride for the next little while. I have my license forever if I want it, but I'm I'm just going to quit right now and figure out why I'm not able to concentrate as I as I have, and uh, and stay in something with metal around me for the time being so, for everyone's safety. So, are you saying that somehow uh, this is a, just a reflection about you, and you're not making any judgment? Uh, about- no. Not any at all. In fact, I, I I miss it, and I would still happily be a passenger on my husband's bike, but I just don't think I should be in control of one right now. And and like I said, I don't know what the deal is, if it's just that I'm overtired or, or what, but um, it just, I don't feel safe being on the road, and, and I don't think... Um, I don't think I should be on a bike. It never happened to me in my car. I was just going to ask. Fine. I was just going to yeah. ask you that question: is yeah. this is this Lisa and her relationship with a bike, or is this Lisa who thinks I have the same problem in the car, but the car's more forgiving? No, I have no trouble in the car whatsoever. And, and, and like I say, it could be I've gone out when I've been a little overtired or something. I don't know, but I, you know what? It's just not worth overanalyzing to the point where I keep riding if I don't feel safe, right? So um, it's not worth taking a chance. And I, so, you know, I sold her. I call it a her. And uh, somebody else is, uh, is having a great time riding her, and uh, and that's, that's fine with me. Okay, let's just take Lisa out of the picture for a moment and your own story just on the danger of bikes generally. Would you agree to the obvious, I think, that when you ride a motorbike, there are extra dangers even if you're the safest driver in the whole flipping planet absolutely there are extra dangers absolutely and you don't have that protection around you but i will tell you in my years of riding i was much more worried about 
uh, car drivers and any other motorcycle rider I ever saw. And maybe, you know, that is the hazard that when you're, you're not as protected, you have to worry about, about cars. But, um, I, I don't subscribe to the loud pipes save lives. I think the loud pipes are really annoying. And, um, and so I actually put baffles in my pipes so they wouldn't be that loud. I think you have to be seen to be to be safer. I don't think um, the loud pipes really make a big difference. I know there are a lot of people who believe that wholeheartedly and would argue with me, but that's just my belief from being on the road. So yeah, there- yes, it is more dangerous, but it's also a heck of a lot of fun. And, um, you know, <laughs> it gets into your blood. Know any farmer friends with a big pasture field you could ride in? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think my future riding, Andy, is going to be, um, you know, something really easy breezy with no uh, with no traffic, like maybe renting a, a motor, a scooter or something on an island or, you know, uh, I still have my license. I still plan to keep it. And, and things may change. Maybe one day I'll get more than five or six hours sleep a night and it'll be better who knows lisa we have to run we thank you so much for your time thank you okay there's two or three talk shows in some of the things that uh, she has uh, shared uh but we're going to take a short break for traffic and weather when we come back as promised uh the health unit dr chris Mackey, on this issue of a parent who was concerned with a letter which seemed to suggest Uh, that the public health nurse, when they're giving your child a vaccine, might overrule your wishes and go with the wishes of the child as young as 12. Is that true? We will talk to Dr. Chris Mackey in just a moment, as promised, right here on The Live Drive with Andy Eubman on News Talk 1290 CJBK.